This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, welcome to the Brett Boone Podcast. Explore the mind of MLB All-Star, Silver Slugger, and Gold Glove winner, Brett Boone, as he sits down with his friends from the world of professional sports. Now, Now, up to to bat, Brett Boone. Gold Gloves, you won five of them. More gratifying, winning a gold glove or making an all-star team. I'll I'll, I'll give you my answer. I want to listen to yours first. Uh, winning a gold glove. I mean, that's during the 162 games. I mean, uh, uh, going to the all-star game for me um, was, was, was doing, uh, it was, it was kind of a reward for having either a full good year last year, or, you know, you did a pretty good job this year. I, I, I had three different times I was told by managers, Hey, I wanted to take you, but I got to take one of my own guys. You know, so it became more of a that was all star game was more of a political, political event. Like uh, you had to you had to know somebody to get in the all star game <laughs> and have a good year at the same time. So for me, winning a gold glove was way better. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I uh, it was great making the all star teams that I got to make, but winning that first gold glove for me because it's like, man, you it, it it's it's such an uphill battle, you know, especially when you're young coming into the game. And it's like you've got to beat that door in twice to get that first gold glove. And I remember the first time I won it, I was like, finally, I've been battling for this thing. And then I went to the American League and now I got to battle Robbie Alomar. Right. And, <laughs> you know, and then I won my first gold glove and I beat Alomar out. And it was it was so satisfying because it's so tough to do. And, and, you know, the, you talk about the political side of making a, uh, an all-star team. There's a little bit of that, too, especially in our day, winning that first gold glove. Once you won that first gold glove, you were on the radar. Like, in the next yep. year, they're going to be looking out for you. But you've got to break down that door and, and make everybody know, hey, I'm here and I can play some defense. So I'm going to have to agree with you. It, for me, it was the gold glove. I loved them both. But winning that first gold glove, it was just like – Finally, all this work finally paid off, but it was pretty cool. And uh, it is, it is. It's a lot of work and it does. It is very gratifying when it pays off and it makes you work even harder to maintain it because now it's yours. Yep. Um, 
you went to two World Series, 1998 with the Padres. Uh, go to Yankee Stadium, they sweep you. I, I know that feeling because in 99, I was with the Braves. We got to the World Series, Yankees, they swept us. Um, 01 was a different story for you. 98, because it was a big deal. It was San Diego Padres. Um, how did you feel walking out after that four game set when you got swept? Cause I was just, you know, I, I was getting ready for this show and I, and I thought, wow, Finn went through exactly what I went through the year before in San Diego that I witnessed in Atlanta. It was a great year. We won 104, 105 games, uh, breeze through the first couple rounds of the playoffs. All of a sudden it's Yankee stadium. It's my first world series, bright lights. I'm excited. And we lose four straight made for a kind of a long off season. It was a great year. Uh, but man, to go in and get swept, that was tough to swallow. It's like, we were better than that. You went through the same thing a year earlier. I'm interested to see your reaction to that. And then obviously 2001, we're going to talk about uh, is the opposite side of the coin where, where uh, unbelievable series and, and you end up winning a world series. First, Give me, w w give me your thoughts on, on that 98 and that first run and that first World Series for you. Uh, yeah, that I mean, we walked into the clubhouse that year in spring training and we looked around and we had just gotten Kevin Brown. We already had a really good team. Uh, the best trade that never was when they traded Bonnie and then it got rejected. So he got to stay with us. He had 50 home runs that year. Uh, we just looked around the clubhouse and, and from the bench to our bullpen, having Hoffy down there, uh, Brownie, Ashby, Hamilton, uh, Sterling Hitchcock. I mean, we had a really, really good team. And, and, and you know, you can have a great team and still not get to the World Series. Uh, you've seen that throughout the history of the game. But we really felt like we had the club, we had the chemistry. And when we got there, it was like – it felt like this big burden. The team was trying to get a brand-new stadium. The owners were like, we need to go to the World Series. If we're, and then they corrected, we don't need to. We have to go to the World Series if we're going to get this new stadium. So it felt like there was a burden on us, and we answered the call. And when we got to the World Series, it just felt like, as a player, my first one, like this massive relief, like all this stress, like, yeah, we're here. And, and we're winning the first game. Uh, Mark Langston strikes out Tino Martinez, except it's called a ball. And then one pitch later, it's a grand slam and everything changed. And before you know it, we're there four games and we're out. And yes, it was a very, it was satisfying that we got to the world series. We did what we accomplished in getting to the world series, but we did not win it. And nor did we win a game or did it even feel like we were close after that. Um, so yeah, it was a really tough pill to swallow to get back home and, and realize that you were, you, you battled all the way through a season, you made it there. And then you were just like four and gone. And it, it was, it was a tough pill to swallow and, and, and really put a fire under me. I wanted to get back there. I wanted to get back there and I wanted to win it. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American express business gold card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Oh, one, you had that opportunity. Same team. You, you meet up with the Yankees and... Such an such an unbelievable year on so many fronts. 
obviously 9-11 hit. Um, and it, it, that was obviously the, the country was going through something pretty big as players. Uh, we were all in the same boat. We all got stopped every, you know, I remember that uh, the decision process, what are we going to do as players having all those meetings that we're going to play on? You know, I think it'll be good for the country. I think that was the sentiment around baseball from us players. Um, I had Gonzo on the, on the program who got the big hit in game seven, but leading up to that, the Yankees are the, you know, they still are to this day, Finn. They're the e- the evil empire. Everybody loves outside of New York. Everybody likes to cheer against the Yankees. I think 2001 Arizona Yankees World Series for the first time outside of Arizona. I think the world was kind of like, oh, this is the Yankees year and, and they need to win it for the good of the country from what's going on. Did you feel that at all? And it just take me through that 0-1 run. It was unbelievable. And, and Gonzo gets the knockoff of all people, Mariano, the greatest uh, reliever in the history of the postseason. Everything just went perfect for you guys. You end up winning the World Series. I remember as a spectator because we got knocked out by the Yankees watching you guys because uh, everybody kind of that foregone conclusion. Oh, it's destiny. You know, it's the Yankee. Everything that happened in New York. Yeah, of course, the Yankees are going to win the World Series. I, as a spectator, was thinking that, too. Uh, take me through it as a as a diamondback well you know we we won the season that year by two games against another really really good club the san francisco giants um it was an amazing season i mean there was so much focus on that season again looked around our clubhouse and spring training on wow we have Schilling, we have johnson uh matt williams jay bell luis gonzalez mark grace our bench was insane uh, our bullpen with Byung Hun Kim was unbelievable. So when I and I thought back to our '98 team, I go, "This team might even be better than our '98 team, just more complete all the way through." And I was like, "This is our year. We're going to do it this year." Everybody felt the same way, and and it was a grind. That whole season was a grind all the way to the end, winning by winning on the last weekend of the year, I believe. And uh, and it was a win or go home. It wasn't a win, go to wild card. It was win or go home in our division. And uh, and we ended up winning it. And uh, the playoffs were just great that year. I mean, we ran into to, to, who I can't remember, Cardinals. That went five games. And, and, and Matt Williams, who had struggled that year, gets a base hit. Tony Gwynn with two outs, gets a blooper over the infield to win that game. We'd get the Braves in six games. And then uh, here we are playing the Yankees again. And, you know, we get to start at home and we go out there and, and win the first game. I think uh, they scored a run in the first. And when Craig Council hit a home run to start off that series in the first inning, it was like, here we go. Uh, we won the first two games with him and shit with Johnson pitching. And then we get to the first game in, in New York and it was a good one. Clemens beat us. They won in the they scored a run in the eighth inning to beat us three, two. Um, and then. They chose, we chose to use Schilling on three days rest and, and we're winning two to nothing with two outs in the ninth inning and Tino Martinez at the plate. And I never will forget it. I'm just, all right, you know, Byung Hung Kim, keep it out away from him. And he let one slide across the plate and bam, I remember heading to the wall, trying to jump over the wall to try to catch it. And, you know, it's like, well, it's the moments that you see in the history of baseball. Like that was an iconic moment crowd going crazy. Like, all right, we just got a tie ball game. We end up losing an extra. I think Jeter hit a home run that night to win it in extra innings. Same scenario the next night. We're winning 2 nothing in the ninth inning. 
runner gets on, broaches at the plate, and like, all right, he's got this. He's filthy slider, right-handed, no chance. He hit the ball, and I just remember putting my hands down on my knees and and just listening to the crowd. I knew it had distance. I just couldn't tell if it was foul or fair. And I hear the crowd going crazy. I started laughing. I was like, this is insane. You know, and 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 as a player, you're not thinking about what's going around the world. I mean, yes, it was huge with the 9-11. Everything was 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 just surreal. And there was a lot of energy for New York in that series from all across the country, and rightfully so. But we were the Diamondbacks, and we wanted to win this World Series horribly. I mean, it was here we go. Now, all of a sudden, we came in 2-0. Now we're down 3-2. And I remember going back in that clubhouse after the game. And to a man, everybody's like, let's just get home. They got their ghosts here. We got our ghost in Arizona. I remember that was just like our chant, like, let's just get out of here. And and once we got back home, we had Randy Johnson on the mound. He did his job. And then here comes game seven. I mean, it's all or nothing. And uh, Schilling, Schilling pitching pitching on three days rest again he was unbelievable i mean i remember the split finger that that um uh, soriano hit out of the ballpark the catcher was going down to block it was so low and i yelled no until it hit the hit the stands <laughs> uh it was just, it was just insane and then soon sure enough we look over there there goes Mar- mariano rivera in the eighth inning getting loose and uh when the shilling had to leave the game they took him out of the game in that inning i remember uh uh, uh Danny Bautista and Luis Gonzalez coming over to center field and to a man, they were like, we're getting his ass this time. Screw him. We didn't use better words than that, but I won't use them here on your podcast. We were like, screw him. We're kicking his ass this time. When we got back to the dugout at the bottom of the, at the bottom of the eighth inning, every single person was like, we're getting him this time. We're getting him. I don't know how, but we're getting him. Everybody. There was not one person that was down because they scored the go a go ahead run in the eighth inning. And, uh, and by golly, when Gracie let off the ninth inning with the hit, it just rolled from there. I mean, there was never a doubt in our minds that we were going to find a way to win that game. And, you know, one of the biggest at-bats of that game was, you know, not only Grace getting a hit, but it was Tony Womack. And we kept sitting on the bench hoping that he would throw a cutter into him because that man could hit a ball that was going to hit him in the middle of the chest and keep it fair down the right field line. And that sure enough would eventually happen. And uh, one of the biggest hits right there to set Gonzo up for what happened uh, with his hit. And uh, the rest is history. I mean, it was like the weight of the world lifted off your shoulders. It was pretty cool because I think that that particular year, you know, a lot of times when as players we don't move on or we don't go to the playoffs or we get we get eliminated from the playoffs. Usually you go home and you, you know, you really don't want to see the other guys that are doing well. You know, you want to go into your offseason and, and hang with <laughs> <Yep>. you. <laughs> but that particular year, you know, I, I remember really watching and, and watching every game. And, uh, you know, from President Bush at the time, throwing out the first pitch, how how cool that was. You know, it was just kind of a coming together of, of a country. It, w- it was cool and it, it kept you fixated. And then obviously the heroic way you guys won watching Schilling and Randy both. It seemed like they're both back and forth going on three days rest. Seems like. Uh, yesteryear how the big boys would do it you know uh in the old days of baseball where no we get to the we get to the world series it's all about we don't even consider four days rest we go with our big haunches every three to every uh on three days rest and uh no it was cool how was how was the city of phoenix it's first world series uh how was the parade 
Oh, it was amazing. I mean, yeah. uh, there was buzz. I mean, there was as many people outside the stadium that night. They set up big screen televisions as there were inside the stadium. Uh, it was so loud. It was a sea of people everywhere after the game. Everyone was happy. I mean, obviously, uh, it was uh, it was just it was a great scene. I mean, you can't you can't really um, uh, express how much it meant to us players just seeing the fans behind us. And it was that way for the rest of the offseason there. I mean, for the next year, uh, it was purple everywhere. I, I, I went up the next morning because I live right by Camelback Mountain there. And for a lot of people who don't know Camelback, Camelback Mountain, it's a mountain that kind of has got a big hump on it. You know what I'm talking about, right, Booney? Yeah. Yeah, I hiked to the top of Camelback Mountain. I live really close to that. I, was, I didn't even think I went to bed. I was just like so much energy. And I took a championship flag with me. And with one of my buddies, I planted it right at the top of the mountain. The, the morning, it was like six o'clock in the morning. Uh, and I had a few friends tell me like they went up there. I didn't tell them I did that. I said, oh, there was a championship flag up there on the top of the mountain in the morning. So, yeah, that was me. They were like, what? Very <laughs> like, cool. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't move. I had to get up. I mean, I, I had to actually look at the paper to realize and believe that we won the World Series because it didn't feel real. That's how surreal it was. It was, uh, it was a pretty amazing moment. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 